Welcome to the Power Podcast. I'm your host, Malia Warner, and I am here to empower you with the knowledge and energy you need to break through barriers and move out of the ruts of old habits in order to move forward toward your best life. Our 2020 theme is Power Perspective. These episodes are designed to help you gain greater clarity and direction by seeing life in a new way. Today is episode 93, Messenger Feelings. Hi friends, welcome. How are you? How is everything going? I am so glad that you are here today. Before I turn you over to the audio from last week's Facebook Live Magpie chat, I will explain that in the audio, um, I tell you that you can download chapter 19 of Lies of the Magpie for free. And so you can do that by looking in the show notes for the link. That will take you to maliawarner.com. And there you can read for free chapter 19 of Lies of the Magpie, which will help to make uh, today's lesson about messenger feelings make a lot more sense. So with that, here is a really cool power perspective changing principle about your feelings and the messages that your feelings are trying to deliver to you. Enjoy, my friends. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome to Magpie Chat. Hopping on here a little bit late. I had to go let the cat out. She was bouncing around the kitchen, making all kinds of noise. So I just had to let the cat out. Now we are ready to go. Welcome to Magpie Chat today. Boy, have I got an episode. What do I call it? An episode, a show for you. If you have never tuned in before, if you've been coming every week, I think it's going to blow you away. We are talking today about being mindful versus mindful. Do you feel this way? Do you feel like your thoughts and your feelings are making you sick? You just have so much going on in your head and can't sort it out and you feel the heaviness like your head is a bowling ball. You feel the heaviness in your head and you're feeling it in your body. Oh, I am so with you. That is exactly what's happening for me here. We're talking about chapters 19. We're doing 19, 20, and 21 today. And in this episode, we are going to talk about getting that mindful busyness into mindfulness by validating feelings, understanding that your feelings are messengers, they have something to tell you and how you can decipher and understand what those messages are. And then finally, you can clear your head by simply identifying your why. And by the end of, we're going to do this all in 30 minutes. And by the end of today, the goal is for you to go away with a why. Your why that is going to give you clarity and lightness and feel better. So thank you for being here today. I am going to offer a free download for chapter 19 today. And I'll put it in the link below. It's not active now. If you're watching this right with me live right now, the link's not in the comments, but I will add the link to the comments here that if you haven't read Lies of the Magpie, if you don't have your own copy, you can at least go in and download for free chapter 19 because this chapter I think is really relatable, something that especially a lot of moms can relate to. 
So what's happening in chapter 19 is just gave birth to my fourth baby three weeks earlier. And it's summertime, it's June, and we live in Arizona, but all of grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles are in Utah. And so we have a family wedding going on in the summer. We have family reunions. We're going to do baby Jack's blessing, his christening, and we're going to do it in Utah so that all the family can be there. And so I have a three week old baby and we're staying with family here and staying with family here. We're in different beds every night. And then we have these big, long family events, weddings and baby blessings. And you mamas out there, you can relate, right? You're trying to breastfeed the baby or be up in the night with the baby and plus your body's still healing. And so chapter 19, we get to Utah and we go right into this full wedding day, which is so fun and love our new sister-in-law. And it's a long day and, you know, baby Jack gets to meet extended family and meet grandparents for the first time that he hasn't met. Then the next day is a Saturday and, you know, family's around and my husband wants to take the kids. He wants us to go hike to one of his favorite scenic waterfalls where he grew up. And I love hikes. I love to do those things, but I was tuckered out from the full wedding day. And the day before that, we had, you know, driven all of the way. And the day before that, all the, everybody was thrown up in the family. We had some kind of food poisoning or stomach flu or something. And um, we had just had his company family retreat. So we hadn't been home the weekend before that. And I was, I was just not feeling up to hiking. And I, and I said, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stay here, going to stay here at grandma's house. And, and he said, why? And I had such a hard time putting into words why, why I wasn't going on this hike. I didn't have the vocabulary to be able to say, because I'm tired, because I need to rest, because I just had a baby. I just felt like I didn't have a good answer. So what happens is the family all goes on the hike and instead of staying back and resting, I wrestle guilt for the whole time that they're gone. My brain is just going, it is so full and it is going a million miles an hour asking why I feel tired, why I can't keep up with everything I'm supposed to keep up with why I'm always letting people down and disappointing everyone and why I'm tired. I shouldn't be tired. And so instead of ending up feeling rested and rejuvenated and ready for Jack's baby blessing, which was going to be Sunday the next day, I end up feeling worse than if I had hiked Mount Kilimanjaro. I just might as well should have gone for the hike. And that is what we're going to talk about today is when we our minds get full and we feel yucky but we can't quite process what it is and what's going on and just really be able to put our finger on it be able to put it into words so the number one takeaway from today that we are going to talk about validate feelings our feelings are 
real. Feelings are real. I used to think that feelings were just these ethereal, intangible, something that was kind of out there, kind of outside of us, even though we feel feelings in our body. And I just thought that they kind of existed and they came to us. You know, we fall in love, someone gives us love, or someone makes us angry, or he made me so mad, or, you know, something made me scared. I thought that feelings happened outside of me. And in my healing journey, through postpartum depression, my naturopathic doctor gave me a book called Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. And it was the first time, reading that book was the first time that I figured out that feelings are real. They're not just intangible, feelings are real. Feelings are chemical reactions happening in the body and our body stores our feelings. And I'm reading a fascinating book right now, The Body Keeps the Score. And, and this is a psychiatrist that has done years of research on trauma, post-traumatic stress disorder, and how the body stores trauma and feelings and emotions and how that ends up making us sick how we can have physical symptoms from our feelings. And our feelings are actually a result of our thoughts. So validate the feelings that we have. Our feelings are real and they don't exist outside of us. Feelings, nobody can put anger on me. Nobody makes me angry. Nobody makes me happy. Nobody makes me feel love. Those feelings are all created in my brain, literally in my brain. So a feeling is created when we have a thought and a thought is an electric signal. It sends electricity across the neural branches of our brains and that electricity triggers a chemical to be produced. We all know our brain chemicals, norepinephrine, um, serotonin, you know, all the main ones. And those chemicals travel on our neural pathways, they trigger our nerves. Those chemicals trigger our nerves and so that we feel. So there are two different kinds of feelings. There are sensations and there are emotions. So if I'm feeling hot or cold, that's a sensation. And that comes from my nerves being activated by cold air or hot air. If I you know, pound my finger, that's the nerves being activated. Pain is a sensation. Emotions are energy. We're, we're feeling our nerves are activated by energy, by electric frequencies that travel and chemical reactions that are produced. And so when we have a lot of negative thoughts which produce negative feelings then those are creating toxic chemicals in our body and toxic chemicals interfere with all of our function our digestive function our circulatory function we get heart palpitations we get stomach aches um, it tightens our muscles because there are toxic chemicals interfering with the flow of blood circulation to keep our muscles relaxed. And so our body, how our body feels is largely a result 
of the thoughts and the feelings that we have. So it's important for us as humans to understand that we are the result. Our lives are the result of our thoughts and our feelings. But what actually happens is that we ignore our feelings. We don't validate our feelings. We aren't even paying attention to them and acknowledging that they are real. A lot of the times what happens, we want to discount our feelings, right? We do this to ourselves and we do this to other people too. I shouldn't feel tired. Well, you shouldn't feel sad about that. We do this to our children. There's no reason to be scared. You shouldn't be afraid. There's no monster under your bed. You know, you shouldn't feel afraid. And we try to talk ourselves and others out of our feelings. But feelings are real and they will not go away unless they are acknowledged. Okay, really important. Feelings are messengers. It's not really showing up very well. This says messenger feelings. Our feelings carry messages for us and they will not go away until we feel them, we validate them, we acknowledge them and we process them. Think about this. We all have these Amazon delivery people coming to our house, right? And they have a package to deliver for us. And, you know, most of the time they'll just drop it off at the doorstop stop, and they'll leave. Our feelings are kind of like that, but they don't leave. They have to get a signature. Okay. Once in a while you have those pack packages that you have to sign off for, right? And the delivery person can't give you the package and leave until you have signed and acknowledged that you have received the package. Our feelings are like these couriers, these delivery people that have a message for us. And so imagine if the Amazon delivery person, like if you opened the door but didn't really acknowledge them and then they're just like, okay, I guess I'm just gonna go in. And what if you just went about your day and there's this Amazon delivery person following you around and wanting your signature, trying to get your attention, and you're just, you know, oh, I've got other things to worry about, this and this, my busy mind, busy mind, just ignoring that there's this delivery person following you around, trying to get your attention, trying to give you your message, and so that you'll sign off for it, and can't leave until you sign off for it. Those are feelings. The feelings have messages, and they will stick around until you acknowledge what it is what the message is that it's delivering to you. Whatever we resist persists. And our feelings are absolutely this way. If we resist feeling angry, resist feeling bad, resist feeling hurt, resist even feeling tired, resisting it and trying to push it away and ignore it is not gonna make it go away it actually is going to make it more persistent and more insistent. Those feelings are going to get bigger and louder and angrier and uglier until you acknowledge the message and sign off that you've received it. 
So what was happening when you, when you download chapter 19 and read this, it will make a lot more sense, is I wasn't aware of my feelings and I wasn't validating what was really going on for me. And even though when you read chapter 19, it sounds like I'm really aware of what's going on, What's happening is that it's the modern day me. When I wrote this book, I was able to go back with all of that perspective and I could see what was happening on that day. But the truth is that Malia in that moment with a three week old baby, I wasn't aware of what was going on. The future me, went and retold how that happened with the awareness and creating the setting. And that's why I created this why, Mr. Why to be a character, to represent that I was having this battle with the inner voice in my head. And we all do this. We all have this inner dialogue. We are all the time having conversations. And sometimes we're having conversations with our mothers-in-law, or with that honorary neighbor, or with versions of ourselves, or you know, whoever it may be, we're having conversations where we're debating it and we're trying to win. But a lot of times these are happening on a subconscious level. We aren't even aware that they're going on. And that was what was happening for me. So, okay, this is gonna be pretty fun. I'm going to read as an example of this, a review from Goodreads about the book. I'm really grateful that this reader left this review on Goodreads. And she says, I read Lies of the Magpie for book club. I did not like two thirds of this book. In fact, twice I slammed it shut and was ready to quit reading. However, because it was for book club, I felt the need to finish it. It does redeem itself by part three. I found the character so frustrating and indecisive in so many ways. At one point when I slammed the book shut, I said out loud to my husband, I hate everybody in this book. Now, normally I would never have gotten to part three, but because I did, I felt I learned something that was valuable and helpful. Just really can't decide if the last third is worth the first two thirds. I hear you. I'm frustrated with myself when I, go back with my present mind, it's just like I wanna shout at myself in the pages and go, oh my goodness, can you not see what is happening? How really coolest you are. And I, I just thought that that reader's comment was so perfect that just wanted to shout at the characters that they're so clueless. This character was so clueless, oblivious to feelings, to thoughts, and not aware at all. A long time ago, I took a self-defense class and the instructor of our self-defense class said, I can't teach you this, but more than any skill that I teach you in this class, what's going to help you protect yourself is awareness. He said, 85% of people go around completely unaware of their surroundings and what's going on around them. And he said, it's the few people, the small percent of people that are aware and present and mindful 
that are able to see danger coming and prevent it. But most of us, we just have our blinders on, where our brains are so busy, and we're not really where we are. We're When we're driving, we're thinking of something else. And then when we're somewhere else, we're thinking of driving. We're, we're not really present. And he said, your best defense and protection is self-awareness. I feel like that's the perfect example, but the more we become aware of our feelings and how they are creating our life, then that is our best defense against sickness and stress and overwhelm and worry and fear and all of the crazy things that are happening in the world. So thank you, my friend, for leaving that review on Goodreads. And this is a good time to mention if you've read Lies of the Magpie and haven't yet left a review on Amazon or on Goodreads or both, will you please take a minute and do that? I read every one of them. They mean a lot to me and they also help other readers to be able to discover this book. In chapter 19, I'm having this discussion with why. Mr. Y is asking me, why couldn't you go on a hike? Why can't you be more organized? Why are you tired? You know, you shouldn't be tired. I'm having all of these feelings that I shouldn't be this way. I should be able to do everything. I should have more energy. I should be able to do everything that my family wants or expects or brings up. And I don't have the good answers for Mr. Y. The reason was I did not believe that my feelings were valid. I didn't believe that I deserved to be tired, that I deserved to have a day to rest. And, you know, sometimes we just, we're just sad and maybe there's not a reason for it. There's not a why for it, but that's okay. Some days we're feeling up and great and fantastic and other days we're not, we're a little more down and that's okay. It's okay to embrace those feelings and to acknowledge that's part of our human experience. We are not meant to be happy and up and energetic 24 seven. We are meant to experience a roller coaster of human emotions. We are meant to experience the full spectrum joy and sadness, anger and triumph, fear and courage, love and hatred even. We're, we're meant to experience it all. And so when we have those feelings, it's essential that we let ourselves feel them and not try to talk ourselves out. We shouldn't feel this way. It's not good, it's not right. We're human. And it's important to allow ourselves to be human and to feel our feelings. And by feeling those feelings and acknowledging them, then they actually process and go away. They're the delivery man. Once you acknowledge them and sign for them, then they can go away. But as long as you ignore them, they are going to stick around and follow you around and get uglier and bigger and louder and more damaging until you acknowledge them. So the Malia in these chapters, chapters 19, 20, and 21, unaware, not conscious, not aware of thoughts and feelings, 
but spoiler alert, by chapter 41, I will figure it out. I will finally figure out what is making me so sick and that it's my thoughts and feelings making me sick. Validate your feelings. Feelings are real. They are meant to be felt. We are meant to feel our feelings and our feelings are messengers and they will follow us around. They're going to stick with us. They're going to persist and be very insistent until we acknowledge them and feel them and sign off on them. Okay, when we understand that the message that they have for us, then they can leave. And identifying our why is what's going to help us clear through the foggy feelings and the heavy, stressful, negative, toxic thoughts so that we can all become mindful rather than mindful. Thank you so much for being here today. Watch for the download to download the free chapter 19 in the link. And I will meet you back here next week, my friends. Have a great week. Bye-bye.